Are you struggling with a toxic person in your life? Maybe it's your boss, a friend, or even a family member. Well, you're not alone. The truth is, we all have some troublemakers in our lives. You know, those people who want to stir up strife and seem to thrive on drama. Well, navigating through toxic relationships can be downright draining. I get it. It's tempting to want to straighten this person out. And while we can't stop toxic people, we can stop their toxicity from getting in you. Well, if you are ready to say goodbye to guilt and hello to healthy boundaries, then I want to invite you to my new course on how to deal with toxic people God's way. In this course, you will learn the five types of toxic people, the difference between broken and toxic behavior, the four types of boundaries and which are best for you, how to overcome the fear of confrontation, and most of all, you will learn the practical tools on how to interact with these people so that you can grow in strength and get rid of the guilt. When avoiding this person isn't an option, God may be using them to help you grow, and I would be honored to walk this journey with you. My friend, I believe that you can shift your suspicion that you can change this person to the biblical understanding of love. Will you let me help you? Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you apply God's Word to your everyday life. Today, we are in episode 41, and we're talking about finding God. In my ministry and counseling practice, I frequently hear comments like, I can't hear from God. Well, God must be ignoring me, or I must be doing something wrong. And despite the fact that we are taught that God is always with us, we have a tendency to rely heavily on our feelings and circumstances. Sometimes we even feel as if God is a million miles away. And as hard as it is to believe sometimes, God is not playing some coy game of hide and seek. He wants to be found by you, likely even more than you want to find him. So, if God longs so much for a connection with us, then why does it often feel like radio silence? Well, in the beginning, there were two of the most fortunate people to ever live, Adam and Eve. They had a close, intimate relationship with God, and the Bible says that he walked with them in the garden. And God was always with them, just as he is with us, but... Just like Adam and Eve, we, too, can break our relationship with God. But how? We see in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, Satan enters the picture. And it reads, The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? And what did Eve do? Did she stick with God's word from earlier, restricting, uh, strictly forbidding her to eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil? No. Instead, she took to a conversation with Satan and allowed herself to be convinced that what God had originally said wasn't really in her best interest. So the first thing that Eve did, well, that we do also, is we become convinced that our way is better than God's way. 
She took the first step in separating herself from God because she couldn't see the point in having to avoid that one tree. And the minute that her and Adam partook of that fruit, that was the minute that guilt and shame set in. Just like Adam and Eve, we are filled with guilt and shame. And we run from God. Here's what I find interesting. It's during those times that we are running from God is where we need to run to God. That's where we need him the most. But they didn't do that. They became self-conscious and they hid. And if we're being truthful, that's what we do too. We desperately want to find God, but in reality, we're the ones hiding. But my friend, God's love is unending. And he found them hiding in the garden and he called out. In Genesis 3, 9, then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? (laughs) How many times do we complain that we can't find God when it's God asking, where are you? Not because he needs to know, but because he wants us to step out from behind the lies, from behind the fig leaves, from behind the shame and the phony facades so that he can do what he does best, clean us As the story unfolds, God calls them out on the obvious mistake they made, and they confess that they were naked and afraid. How many times have your children gotten into a little bit of a jam and you knew exactly how they got there without having to ask? Like when I was younger and the cookie jar fell off the top of the fridge and smashed into a thousand pieces. My parents asked, how did this happen? Not because there was the possibility that the cookie monster broke into our home. No, the only way that cookie jar could have possibly been broken is if one of us kids was up there with our grubby little hands all up in it. But they asked because they wanted to hear it from us. God knew what happened and he called them out. And instead of owning up to their mistakes, they created further distance and blamed someone else. Eve blamed the serpent, Adam blamed Eve, and just like us, they tried to excuse and defend themselves. How many times do you catch yourself saying things like, ah, if only, or if it weren't for, or if you hadn't done such and such, or I wouldn't have done this? We all do it. We excuse, justify, blame, and deflect our actions onto others. So think of the last time someone sinned against you, and instead of being honest and vulnerable, they somehow tried to blame or justify their actions. Did that draw you closer to them? Not likely. In fact, it likely pushed you away even further. So when we are in search of finding God, perhaps we would do well to ask the question, What have I done to separate myself from God? Because my friend, he is always with you. The sacrifice Jesus made on the cross gave us 24-7 access to the throne of God. He's always there. So I believe the question is not so much, how do I find God? But rather, how do I return to him? And my prayer today is that you will do the opposite of Adam and Eve in your search for God. One, Drop your excuses and self-defenses. Two, stop trying to hide from God. And three, we must become convinced that God's way is better than our way. 
Well, my friend, I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. If you are struggling in your faith, or if you'd like to take your faith to the next level, I have a free five-day Mountain Moving Faith devotional that I want to give you. I will go ahead and include a link in the description on the website, as well as in the show notes. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.